them come. This is their fate. All right, all right. All right, all right. Welcome back to the House of Wolves podcast. I am your host, Deontay, here with my near and dear friends, Jalen and Josh. Today, we got quite a bit of topics for you. Um, we're going to get into it as usual. A lot of, you know, cyberpunk got some stuff. Jim Ryan going crazy, multiverses, you know, a few other things. But we're going to talk about it. Disney had their whole event. Ubisoft had theirs. Uh, but we're going to talk about it all, hopefully. Uh, but before we get started, as usual, Jalen, Josh, update the people on what you're doing, how you've been, and what your what your week's been like. Well, you know, uh, we we always been be busy trying to keep uh, y'all up to date and relevant and on time. Um, uh, my week has been been good, just. Um, Living life with the family, um, going out, trying to enjoy the um, this bit of the year. Um, now that we're we're done moving, haven't played uh, too many games. Um, Fortnite, of course, about to wrap up their season, so I'm trying to finish that battle pass. <laughs> and then um, I blew through all of Arkham Knight, uh, which I I enjoyed it. I know a lot of people had mixed feelings on that game, but it was it was still pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah, otherwise, yeah, just doing good. Uh, a lot of news to talk about. We'll see if it, there's actually anything good coming out this year. Because other than God of War, I don't know. But <laughs> Yeah, we'll see. Hopefully something uh, comes around the corner that's actually worth uh, something. But we, all, we got stuff to talk about. Um, what about you, Jalen? What you been up to? Uh, everything's straight. Um I'm just finna uh, move back to Chicago today. I'm finna start my job, first big boy job. Let's see how that work out. So, uh, a little nervous, uh, more so excited more than anything. Um, mm-hmm. just, I feel like it's a lot of transition and stuff like that going on between the three of us. So, uh, but other than that, game wise, nah, I ain't gonna lie, I ain't cut on Fallen Jedi, but I, I like multiverse has been having me in a choco. So, we got footage of that. <laughs> We ain't to work, you feel me? So, uh, <laughs> yeah, that game is funny, doc, but yeah, that's pretty much it, though. So, okay, well, um, yeah, for some reason, it just sped up. I guess it's, it's having a bad connection, but, um, yeah, what he said was we, we've been playing that multiverses, and that is a hundred percent true. That's all we kind of. I've been playing other stuff. I play. I went back to Dying Light too, um, because they did some updates and it looks a lot better now. Um, a lot less bugs per se. Um, a lot more fidelity when you're just looking out. You it's, you can actually see stuff. It doesn't look super grainy. I took the film grain off and I and they kind of upped the resolution, so it looks a lot better to play. So I'm going through the story now. Um, Hopefully there's a lot of exciting moments that happen or at least some good story twists to kind of make the world feel a little bit more lively. Um, But right now I'm going around killing stuff and collecting the high tier gear and doing all that stuff. And it's back to the same old dying light I'm used to where lots of fun, cool parkour stuff and 
you just run around kill zombies. I'm just looking for the story to kind of elevate and start to pick up. So that way um, I can, I guess, recommend it right now. I just feel like it's a game for me and recommendation wise. It may not be the best, but hopefully it picks up and it's actually um, a decent game. I know I'm a little bit late to the party, but I stopped playing it simply because it wasn't in the state that I wanted to play it in. And now that it is, I'm going to play it. Um, and sometimes that's okay. Uh, you already finished, uh, what was that, Dead Island you was playing? I was playing Dead Island um, Riptide, but no, I haven't finished it. I'm playing that on my Steam Deck. I like play that like uh, okay. right before I fall asleep and stuff. But I'm playing Dying Light when I have a chance to play games in general. Um, but yeah. I am playing two different zombie games and I'm just playing. I'm playing both of them because literally Dead Island 2 was announced. And I was like, let me go back to the Lion Light 2 and see what has been updated. And again, it was able able to play it. And I kind of want to compare, be able to compare and have fresh. Um, I, I have it fresh in my mind when I go to play the new Dead Island 2 to whether see like, like what they did different if there's. Is even worth it. Um, so, yeah, that's what I've been playing. Um, Strangers of Paradise kind of fell to the wayside, um, but I'm gonna try to still beat it. Uh, but outside of that, yeah, that's what I've been um, essentially playing as of now, taking up most of uh, my time. Roller Drome, but that's very on and off if uh, offish. But yeah, that's but that's me. That's what I've been doing in um, multiverses with Jalen. <laughs> Beginning <laughs> me me uh Gizmo Finn the Gizmo Finn combo is is going crazy. And then you know when I have to pull out the with the with the strong man, I gotta pull out my LeBron drawings. I gotta pull him out when it when it get a little too hectic out there when too many bugs find my safes. Start cramming on them. But yeah. Uh but yeah. Anyways, that's what we've been up to. Now let's move on to these topics because we got a lot. So the first one um, was Jim Ryan <laughs> and Phil Spencer going going back to back. I mean, these 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 large you know CEOs of these departments and these companies, and it's hilarious to hear them. This was supposed to be a off the record conversation. <laughs> But anyway, basically, if you don't know, Jim Ryan, head of Sony, and Phil Spencer, head of my, uh, Xbox, they had a, a conversation in regards to Call of Duty, and you know, Activision has bought it. Oh, well, Microsoft has bought Activision, or is in the process of buying um, Activision. And basically, Phil was like, I ain't gonna hold you, G, three years. I give you three years before we take it off. <laughs> and uh, Jim, Jim being Jim got a little upset, even though, you know, he's making plenty of moves. Everybody loves Jim, right? Uh, Jim, Jim's making plenty of moves that are very uh, non-customer friendly. But this one, he, it just threw him over the board where he had to, he had to reply. And... Uh, <laughs> And basically what he said was Microsoft has only offered for Call of Duty to remain on PlayStation for three years after the current agreement between Activision and Sony ends. After almost 20 years of Call of Duty on PlayStation, their proposal was inadequate and on many mm -hmm. levels and failed to take account the impact on our gamers. <laughs> 
We want to guarantee PlayStation gamers continue to have the highest quality Call of Duty experience, and Microsoft's proposal undermines this principle. Uh, <laughs> man. So, Jim. Jim, Jim, Jim. Go ahead, Cap, for your boy. <laughs> what you mean? Phil Spencer is, is, is making moves to uh dislike them they bought bungie they making moves to incorporate themselves to be a you know they trying to get something that's worth half of what sony has and um sony got a lot of single player but multiplayer is really where the money is so um it's just it's a chess move what you want me to say like three years y'all got three years still after that is is ggs maybe like what do you do? You want them to spend that seventy billion dollars and not take advantage of what they got? I don't. They don't really care if Call of Duty is probably the highest selling you know game across the consoles. They want it to be the highest selling game on their console. So mm-hmm. it's I, Jim literally does everything in his power to create a barrier or not. I don't know if it's Jim, but it's people making the rules. He's the head, so. The people like the the locking microtransactions to their system. You cannot re- you cannot move your accounts. The 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 hard stop on trying to keep people from being able to do crossplay. The um, inability to all of the constant you know partnerships and exclusive timed exclusive stuff. They're still pushing for that stuff as well. Like literally, he does this stuff all the time. And now that he can't afford to play with big dogs like Call of Duty, because unfortunately, Call of Duty is one of those games that any whatever you may think, it's still one of the highest selling games every year. So they really they understand the power of Call of Duty. And that's why they bought it. So I don't really get his whole argument here. And the, the fact that he's like he's such a hypocrite because it's like so many things that he has done over the years that kind of states this this exact opposite like if he was in this position he would never he probably wouldn't even give him the three years he'd probably just take it off like that's that's my that's that's why it's so funny to read this because jim is just a hypocrite that's my opinion (laughs) what's your opinion on this like it just seems to me out of place yeah, it's super hypocritical for, like, even in the last generation there, well, last two generations, because they purchased uh, Insomniac, yeah. and they purchased Sucker Punch. Mm-hmm. Uh, both of them made third-party games, and right now, both of them arguably are, like, top five studios as far as, as, far as like, technology and, like, the things that they can produce. Mm-hmm. And, like, that was a fair buy for them, like, they made good games. They would seem worth it. Sony swooped in, purchased them, and it's been paying off for them. And so there's nothing wrong when the competition does it. And their argument is like, you know, what about our gamers, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and that is a is a, a fake argument because I feel like they don't even care about that. Because, like, for example, Death Stranding, PlayStation exclusive originally, they paid for some of it because they lent them the engine. It came out on PC, um, and technically it's available on Game Pass, but it's not published by Sony. It's published by a different company because 
Kojima also got money from somebody else for the PC version. So, yeah. but it's still not allowed to actually be on Xbox. Same thing with Final Fantasy. They uh, Final Fantasy VII had like a year or two head start on PS4. Two years later, it came out on Steam. Still not on Xbox. And the, they already announced the second version. A year head start on PlayStation. Who knows when it hits PC? And probably if Sony can stop it, it will never come out to Xbox. So it's like, why play these like gatekeeping games when you're going to pretend like you're a victim when realistically this is what they've been doing for the last two generations. They are extremely hypocritical and a hypocrite, hypocrite, like literally like he just mad that he's losing a very big player in their, in the, in their eyes. Well, in everyone's eyes, yes, that is what it is. Their exclusivity stuff with Call of Duty and Destiny like helped get them the edge on like multiplayer games on mm-hmm. PlayStation. And like removing that is gonna be a blow. It's not to say that because I mean games like Warzone benefit from being like completely cross platform. Yeah. Maybe they don't get Black Ops six whenever they come out, but like it's you know, I I don't see well one the three-year thing is kind of also like a, a bad um, argument because it's beyond the current contract. We don't know what the current contract is because that could be like Modern Warfare 2 and the next three or four games that are already being made because you know they make these games at the same time. Right. So it's like, it, realistically, it could be to the end of the generation. And it's like, I know that's not like the ideal deal that he wants, but realistically, like, Xbox could say, like, no Call of Duty at all, and it's to deal with it. So I think it's still pretty generous. (laughs) No, it is. Like, they they understand that it's a cash cow, too. They don't want it to lose, but at the same time, like, I just paid 70 bill for this. If you think I'm not going to make people want to come to my console with the exclusive stuff that I just purchased... You got you're you're out of your mind. Obviously, they might be real really reevaluate now that that Starfield trailer came out and people weren't too hype about it. So it it it's really just uh it's just a chess move, man. Like get with it or get lost. There's no no real recourse to this. There's no real issue yeah, to be. Go had. ahead, bring back kills on. Yeah, you gotta yeah, bring back Call your whatever you whatever you want to bring back, bring it back in the right way. And the fact that like they were um they were still talking about like they haven't even done the things that they were promising, like Last of Us multiplayer. Um at least, I know that's not like technically a first person shooter but it's a shooter that people were enjoying on their console and it can be exclusive and they haven't even done anything to it and y'all just bought bungie try to the next game that that comes out i i'm and that and i know bungie said that they're not going to lock it i just have to know that there's some gimmick there man it's just like i'm not paying seven bill for y'all not to give me something exclusive like whatever it is, yeah, they'll they'll definitely have some sort of exclusivity. Yeah, something. Um, but luckily, Bungie got got a good deal because they like still publishing themselves. So yeah, they, they make the final decision. But yeah, it's some sort of deal or benefit that PlayStation is going to get the advantage of. Absolutely, whatever it may be, 
Um, we'll see, we'll see it come to fruition at some point, but to pretend like they not benefiting from exclusives and to, for harboring games and being a gatekeeper is ridiculous. So whatever, Jim Ryan, <laughs> it's just a whole whatever situation, but yeah, that was a very, that was, that was interesting. Uh, but I think the I think the next thing that we wanted to discuss was um Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk has finally decided to abandon last generation, which is great. I mean, I was more happy about that than anything. I was like I was hoping I was like, bro, if y'all come out with another DLC and y'all have to do all that work over again just to make it run on these terrible systems that y'all know can't run it um or not terrible but you know i mean like they're they're at the point where they're not going to be able to keep up and i'd rather you you know restrict restrict your resources to those three the xbox series s xbox series x and the ps5 which they they did so the dlc is not being supported on the older generation of consoles. I thought this would come a long time ago, but it is 2022 and the pandemic hit. Um, but we're finally starting to see games not going to the older consoles. And um, I'm not, it's not saying I'm happy that people can't play them, but I'm happy that there's now going to be dedication to making the games that we want to play worth playing because there's been a really, really large you know, fall and quality control over a lot of stuff. I mean, I know even <laughs> I don't remember. I don't know if I don't know if um, and Insomniac is very polished, polished. But I mean, I know there were some issues I have with Ratchet and Clank. I'm trying to remember what they were, but um, there was games like it's just very weird, you know, space to be in. But Rift Apart was only a PlayStation Five game, so I can't even complain about that. But anywho's Cyberpunk just announced their DLC and it's called uh, Phantom Liberty. Um, they said it's coming out in 2023. They didn't actually give a release date. Um, but alongside of that, when they discussed the um, the game and the announcement, there was a Edge Runners update for the new um, new I guess anime series. Yeah, the anime series that's coming out on Netflix. This patch really wasn't, it didn't do much for any of the consoles outside of the Xbox Series S. The Xbox Series S now runs at 60 FPS. I'm not sure if it's 1440p dynamic or if it's 1080p dynamic, but it's um, it has the ability to run at 60 FPS on that console. Now it was a, it was only a quality mode, no performance, but now it has the ability to swap between the two. We're 1440p, 30 FPS, I think with ray tracing maybe. And then the other one was with 14, 1440p or 1080p dynamic at 60 FPS. Um, people already did the stuff and they are already did like the, the testing and it says it runs really well. So I'm glad to see that the Xbox Series S is still getting love and it's actually getting love in the right way where people can literally get that console for like $250. And that's a very cheap price for a new generation of console. Obviously it's only digital, but um, there, there, I believe there's something in the works down the line too, that would allow it um, to even run disc games, 
which is really cool. But yeah, anyways, Cyberpunk. Are we excited, Josh? I know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if Jalen did you? No, he didn't. Jalen, you didn't play Cyberpunk. No, he didn't. No, I, I never played it. Yeah. But are we excited, Josh? We excited about this one? Yeah. Uh I booted it up uh to check out the updates. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, it's not like a huge overhaul, but they've been adding more um quality quality of life things, which are are definitely appreciated. Like uh, you can recustomize your character look, and there's a little bit of bike, not customization, but you can change like how your tires and stuff look, and more stuff they've been adding over time. Like the biggest one is the transmog, or like being able to use whatever stats you want, but keep the look um, yeah. and set different outfit uh, configurations, so you can just look however you want, but still keep your stats. Yeah. Uh, so that's really good. Those are definitely appreciated in the, uh, games like that. And since they're dropping support for the old consoles, they're uh, they're able to, um, I guess, push their next few updates into different in like directions that they couldn't because they announced that they're gonna um, overhaul the police system and uh, add vehicle combat. Um, but that's only coming into the next gen or like the current gen consoles, and they're not. It's not coming to the last gen. Um, so I think this is a, a, a definitely overdue decision. Um, people still got to play it, and they improved the old gen versions to be playable where they weren't in the beginning. Uh, but it, if the old gen is holding like the game back, then I don't think it is time to move on. Yeah. And with the next update, they didn't show much; just a just a teaser. Uh, which is cool. I liked everything in that game, and just having more things to do, new stories, new places to go, uh, would be nice. Uh, in the past, their DLCs have been pretty big, so hopefully, yeah. this is like a big, substantial like update, um, and sometime next year. But we'll we'll see when it when it comes out. But I'll play it. Absolutely. And probably it depends on like. Uh, what things are looking like uh, i want to play it on pc just because like i have the capability to mm-hmm. uh, but the console will still be oh that's one other thing they added the reason i want to play it on pc cross. is because they, yeah they added cross save so yeah, you can transfer your console save to pc um which is like not really expected of single player games but that is like a really good um benefit yeah so um once I seen like all of the stuff that they were doing, I was like, um, nice, you know? And, uh, <laughs> I was like, they, they seem to have learned their, uh, their lesson. Um, and I always knew CD project red wasn't ma- trying to maliciously, you know, like take people's money without giving them a proper game. I just think the project was just too big and too expansive for them to ever have right at the time of launch, regardless of what they did. Um, I just, I'm glad that I was able to experience during that launch period. And I'm, I'm kind of want to go back now and play through it with like a female character um, V and just kind of um, play the game again and use have two saves one for my original and then one for the new one and you know kind of see all the changes and really experience the game in a way in a state where it's very stable and 
not glitchy and um running at its very best um but yeah that's that's really cool that they have those opportunities and abilities and they're even refunding people that bought the xbox one x version with the dlc was supposed to be included they're obviously um reimbursing people for that so they're just doing all the right steps you know they're not um sending out uh last of us part one <laughs> special editions all jacked up and won't give them their money back like sony but um <laughs> you know there's a there's 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 that community and that um that pr stance that really is is public relations is important and i think they're slowly but surely clawing their ways out of that that hole they dug themselves into um but yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Like I said, I was always in the camp of, yeah, the game glitchy, but I still loved it. Um, so Phantom Liberty is right up the alley of me just giving it more time and really having something to really jump into. I'm definitely going to do the um, look into the transmog system because there was plenty of outfits that I was like, this looks way better. But um the stats were different so i'm gonna definitely jump into that i haven't touched in a while so yeah it'd be nice to just revisit the game in general uh but yeah cyberpunk uh i think it's i think it's definitely more of the more it's one of the better games that has come out in a long time and i'm i'm waiting i'm just you know hoping that these continued updates and this DLC will allow it to kind of get the launch that it should have got in the first place. Cause it, it, it's definitely worth the money now, but you can get that game for 10, $15. And I really want like to support CD, CD project red, because this is like one of those types of games where you don't want to lose these type of representation in the gaming community, even if they messed up, you know, um, mm -hmm. but you know, we just having that support. I really don't want them to just not feel like they, they, they don't want to go down this route anymore. I'm sick of mobile games. I'm sick of everybody announcing them. I'm sick of everybody trying to get their bottom line up. Um, I'm just sick of a lot of the tactics that, that go along with the gaming community at, a, at this point. And uh, Cyberpunk and CD Projekt Red have been like the go-to look for type of company that you want to mirror when you're solely thinking about the customer. Um, so, yeah. Hoping they do good. Uh, anything else on Cyberpunk before we move on to this multiverses? Which is, this is a funny change, but anything else on Cyberpunk? Um... I guess it's small. They had their, it might come out this week, their anime coming out. Um, I haven't checked it out. Just watched their, the trailer. I mean, it looks um, pretty like crazy and like fast paced, like cyberpunk anime. So I might check it out. I think it's on Netflix. Uh, so mm -hmm. it might have more than one episode. Um, but yeah, otherwise, yeah, like you said, hopefully cyberpunk continues to get more uh, support and positive PR. So because it is a good game, and I want to see more of it. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, uh, moving on. Uh, Multi versus uh, Gizmo, and was was uh, recently. Gizmo. Yeah, he was recently put into the game. He go crazy. I ain't gonna hold. You. He got some really good combos, and he got some really good mix ups that can kind of 
get people a little bit off, throw people off. Uh, so I really like playing with Gizmo. Um, I've been playing with him for quite a while now, and uh, me and Jalen been running Finn Gizmo combo and um, occasional LeBron James. But it was a funnier change that happened uh, during this update that I had no idea, and I maybe maybe Jalen has seen it. Um, Jalen, have you seen? <laughs> yes. Tomorrow, <laughs> take him. Yeah. Time. They, she now brings out the Scooby Doo t- uh, machine versus the police. Yeah, I, I heard about that. I, I thought that's kind of odd, but um. yeah, until I read about it, and then I was like, people kept putting LeBron. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was about to say. That's what I kept saying. I was just like, I, mean, I was like, bro, why is people so stupid? Like they just get it. Didn't I was like, I didn't even, I didn't think about it. I didn't, you know, it's like it doesn't matter at some point until you put it into context that people were actually like, I don't know. It was very weird, but there's literally stuff, memes and stuff running around of LeBron James and, and like getting chased down by the police in this stupid game. And I'm, <laughs> I don't want to put, I don't want to make it, uh, I don't want to make it dark, but anyway, they decided to, uh, switch to kidnapping versus police. So you're getting kidnapped by a Scooby-Doo time machine uh, or the Scooby-Doo machine or whatever they call Mystery it. Mystery machine. machine. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I guess kidnapping is better than police, I suppose, but it really is the same thing. I mean, Velma, Velma locking people up. That's what it is. Uh, but yeah, yeah. they always call the police at the end of the episode, though. So it's like, yeah, I thought it was like I didn't think of it like that, but I guess there's such a lot of sensitivity around it, and um, obviously, uh, it's LeBron James being in the game just kind of probably escalated it to the point where people were yeah. like looking at it in that light. Um, but honestly, I didn't even have any. Thought. It, it it didn't even talk, cross my mind when I saw the bus come out and I didn't see the police. I was like, "What? What? Why she got a bus? She got a bus too?" <laughs> and I didn't even think about it, or not the bus, but the, you know the the van. Um, I didn't honestly yeah. even think about it and put it into context until I read about the Gizmo update and how they added in the Velma stuff. And um, I don't think it was at the same time, but whenever they did that update, I kind of got that information when they brought in Gizmo, but. Yeah, the main thing is that they they arm the trolls, and with yeah. this game being so popular, they gotta be careful with stuff like that. Because, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, because it it's like a a dumb meme, something you wouldn't even think of, but it I think became so um, prevalent that it's like not doing anything about it. It will probably bring some sort of bad press later. So. They jumped on it. I don't think it's actually like I didn't find it offensive, and hopefully, I don't think anybody actually found it offensive. But it's kind of just a bad look for this game. They want to have like good PR for it because, like, yeah. um, what happened? It, it was a it was a while ago, probably like two three years ago. But Fortnite had like a Martin Luther King event. Oh, and I didn't uh. Know about that. Yeah, it was just like you, you know, kind of like the Dragon Ball Z thing. You go to this area and you watch stuff um, Black History Month. But the problem was that all emotes were allowed. And I forget which emote it was, but it was like you could 
oh man, what was it? It might have been like a cowboy emote with like a rope swinging thing. Anyways, it was some sort of emote that people were doing in the Martin Luther King event. And they had to update it where you can no longer emote in that mode. So uh, it's because people will just be stupid and take, um, you know, take these things about race or or gender or whatever is going on and uh, make fun of it. And it's it's just kind of like a bad look, especially if that's not what you intended. (laughs) Yeah, people will take your game and make you seem crazy, Um, which... I mean, that's that's something that's like a whole other level of, you know, consciousness and being aware of like what you're putting into your game and stuff like that. So, um, but yeah, they had to remove they removed that, uh, stop calling the police on people, Velma. And um they added in the Scooby Doo mystery machine. Or the, you know, mystery machine. But yeah, I mean I, I thought it was I, funny though. <clears throat> Yeah, I was about to say, I guess the only uh, sensitive part or the reason I can see it to be sensitive, uh, you know, if I'm trying to empathize or whatever, is one with Brian James. He's the only person as himself in the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you got Anna or whatever. I think that's her name, Anna, but clearly she's just a character or whatever. Arya um, yeah. Yeah, Arya, yeah, my bad. Um, but she's not herself. And then on the top of that, LeBron James is the only white person on there. So, like, you yeah. know, it kind of, I guess it can be looked at in that way. And, you know, if people want to make, like, compilations or something to keep putting them in a police car or something. But I ain't think nobody thought that far. I ain't even know that happened because I just didn't. I mean, I guess I didn't really see that matchup, really. So, but, yeah, yeah I, I get trying to put themselves in the best situation of, like, moving forward. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's a it's a smart change. Um, I remember even like Disney do those changes all the time where like um, I was watching some TikTok the other day and uh, people were getting upset that they changed the original animation. But literally in Lilo and Stitch, the girl jumps into the dryer to hide from her um, sister and they just changed it to her to be in a cabinet and like put pulling up a pizza box and people were like upset like they're changing the original i'm like no they just training kids like to jump in a dryer so they can kill themselves like that's not where you want to hide so it's just like yeah. small little things like that obviously disney plus can go in and reanimate that stuff and not have to worry about it because everybody's pulling it from one source you know what i'm saying it's not like they have those where you had the copies out and it's like once it's out it's permanent but you know when you end on in the streaming era let's just you know make the changes that's that makes sense so this is this is another one of those changes that just made sense i don't know how big better kidnapping is but i mean it's the same thing it's like the premise of it is to understand that when velma and them find the clues and they and they actually um uncover the mystery they call the police uh to arrest and that's you that is the norm in that show um but yeah people will take anything and run with it uh, but yeah, Gizmo has been really, <clears throat> really, really good f- to play with. Um, I had a, probably got the most experience, J- Jalen, probably. you. Uh, yeah, I think you, you ain't tried them. You just been playing against them. But Gizmo has um, a very funny, tiny pink car that can really um, make somebody's day a little worse. He, he reminded me of Wario in um, Smash where he had that stupid motorcycle. Um, 
And then he has like the ability to, you know, p- play really well in the air. He has this umbrella that go crazy. Um, and he has a lot of good combos, abilities to combo into things quickly and get out of things quickly. So uh, Gizmo is a really good character. I don't know how I don't know if he's not balanced or balanced or not, but at least he's fun to play with. And I think as they continue to, you know, update their roster, I haven't had found anyone I didn't have fun playing with. I liked it. Morty. I like LeBron James. I liked it. Um, uh, I think that was, is it, was it one more? I think it was Gizmo, LeBron James. What about, uh, uh Rick? Yeah. Rick ain't or in there Morty. yet. Yeah, Morty's in there, but Rick ain't. Uh, so yeah, the, all the, the you know the updated characters that they brung out, I've actually quite enjoyed. So as long as they keep keep doing that, um, I, I know it definitely got Jalen in a chokehold for real, for real. So we gonna continue to play it. I'm having fun. Um, any any updates on um, play styles, Jalen? Anything that they should be aware of? Is the um, who who on top right now? Nah. I don't know. I just I don't I don't keep in like I don't pay attention to the meta or nothing like that. But who um, the worst to play? I, guess. I guess you know who the worst to play at least. Oh, uh, you talking about like the characters <laughs> to fight against? Yes, Man. sir. Yes, sir. I'm trying to think, bro. It probably got to be Jake. Be annoying, but it got to be Iron Giant, man. <laughs> like. Like Dang. that dude just don't he don't be dying, man. I'm like, bro, you at two hundred, bro, just die. Yeah, I don't know what they, they can do about. A whole I don't box. know what they can do about Iron Giant. Honestly, he's big and he has hit large boxes, and he's like he's not he's not floaty. He's he's very heavy character, which makes sense because he's so large. And if you if you if you're able to hit him and get so much knockback, it's gonna be really hard for him to like even be playable. So it's a lot. It's just that he's such a large character. I, I I didn't think they was gonna be able to pull off a large character and keep it, you know, uh, yeah. keep it actually balanced. Which at this point, it does not feel balanced. So, uh, yeah, he's yeah. just big, and you turn it the hitbox is already bad in that game as it is. So, yeah, I am trying. No, go ahead. No, I was just saying him being as big as he is, hitbox being as big as they are, is just like. Like, all right, bro. Like, you you really didn't hit me, but I'm. I guess I got to give you that, and it just get real bad. So, yeah. Like, I don't really have any issues fighting anyone else. Like, people can be dogs with somebody, and we're just you know dog walkers. But it's not like they. It's not like we couldn't stop. Have stopped them. Uh, like they're guarding last night. That just kept spamming the same move. Um. Oh yeah, dude. She doing like down smashes, and she was was cheeks. But, you know, there's other people that really are really good with the character and you just can't do anything with it. But Iron Giant, you it's like this low ceiling of being able to be good at with him or even like just know his moveset. And you could probably get some wins off that you shouldn't normally get because of simply how big he is. So, yeah, and just spam me as it is. So, yeah, Iron Giant is a problem. But overall, I'm really enjoying multiverses. Um I really like the, you know, the dailies that they have. I wish the battle pass would, you know, level up a little bit faster. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much it for multiverses. Just don't I'm glad they uh they make the right changes. That's that's smart move. 
Anything else on multiverses before we move on? Man, just keep getting the memes. Keep getting the memes. Jalen, <laughs> that's that's how we be winning. That's how our win rate up. We be we be fighting them uh we be fighting we be fighting some people that have been playing that game way too long, bro. And we be still whooping them. Well, that's because <laughs> simply Jalen be getting people out of there at 40, 13, 17. <laughs> he was, he was going Get crazy. Yeah. So definitely I'm playing uh, war games with people. I'm like, come, come over to this wall real quick. I'm gonna talk to you. <laughs> Let's have a little conversation. You you definitely made me want to start going. Well, definitely, I already do, but getting better at just uh, memes and actually hitting people and and playing off the stage. Because, I mean, there's a lot of characters that have floaty moves. LeBron James ain't one of them. You you don't really want to play too far off the map with him, but uh, I know Gizmo has the ability to kind of definitely be playing a little bit more off the um off the uh stage so i might i'm definitely gonna try to start playing with him a little bit more and getting better at getting better at that because he was getting some double some double meteors came in clutch a few times (laughs) they lost this game just because of that they're supposed to win because they there'd be people that definitely all playing us yeah they just lose three quick off some memes i'm like yep (laughs) give us that yep uh, but moving on, uh, we want to talk about all of the, not all of the Disney stuff, but just the, the highlighted for the gaming part, the untitled Black Panther and Captain America game. Um, it won't be co-op. At least that's what IGN is stating. I have little to no information about this game. I'm hoping Josh did a little bit more research than I, but, um, they had a, they got, they announced a game, uh, and yeah i just kind of yeah it's it's very little details other than it's like world war ii um it's not t'challa it's his dad and it's supposed to be like two other characters maybe bucky and maybe like one of the um the female warriors the uh dora milaje so i mean i think it's for me it's kind of like a weird um cast but I also understand, like, those are all characters who, like, know each other and stuff, blah, blah, blah. Hopefully, they have some sort of, um, I don't know, if it's going to be, like, you only play as Captain America and, like, Black Panther show up, or it's, like, you can use all these characters. I don't know. Hopefully, whatever play style they have uh, is is interesting, because why have all these characters if you're not going to use them? Uh, the other, the only other thing that's like of note is like I don't think they even like have anything to show. Mm-hmm. But Amy Hennig is supposed to be leading that project, and she's the person who she's had a lot of projects start. Well, anyways, her history. She wrote the uh, Uncharted games, and mm-hmm. she helped direct um, the Uncharted games. So like one, two, three. I think maybe she worked a bit on four. I don't know if she if she did the whole thing. Um, and then she left. She joined EA. They're working on like a Star Wars game. I think that Star Wars game got canceled. And then she left there and, um, you know, start, did her own thing for a while. Now she's at Skydance. I don't know anything about Skydance, but they are making this, um, this Black Panther, uh, this Captain America game. Yeah, so 
Um, yeah, as long as, uh, as long as it is a solid single player, uh, experience, you can't go wrong really. Um, I just know that there is, there's, if, if it's Amy, right. And she doesn't really do mechanics, obviously, then she wasn't a part of the uncharted standard formula that I did not enjoy. Well, um, I think she had she wrote, but I think she had more like more creative control. So I honestly might expect like a Uncharted Captain America, oh, but I don't know. Like, <laughs> I mean, you know that formula works. It works, Sony, but uh, I just don't like the stand bleeding it dry. Just like yeah. the whole gameplay mechanic, like the the middle. It got to a point, and I know Jalen probably can attest to this, where you just not pay attention to the fights until you get back to the story. And I don't like that. I like to actually enjoy the entire game through and not be like, mm-hmm. oh, another one of these, another bad guy session where I got to go through 16 people to get to where I need to be. Like, they kind of mixed it up when they started allowing the environment to be used in creative ways. You know how it's like we was on the side of a cliff and we were swinging from rope to rope to get to different spots. It made it a little bit more interesting, but at the end of the day, it was still one of those things. Um, so maybe they, it's a superhero game. So obviously they got to have like more powers than just a gun and your ability to get in cover and get out of it. So um, the fluidity of uncharted is kind of unmatched where it goes for animation styles and like the ability to go from cinematics to back to gameplay quick is cool. So um, I don't think it's going to be janky in that part. I just really don't want it to be repetitive either. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, at least I hopefully the game like comes out because like I was just looking up her history and I, I don't think it's her fault. But like mm-hmm. she's always attached to like big projects like this and they always like fall through. Because like mm-hmm. since Uncharted Four like I mean people were excited for that Star Wars game and it was basically just gonna be like Star Wars Uncharted. Yeah. Um. And that's, you know, EA being EA make dumb decisions and they canceled it and nobody knows why. Um. So they hopefully care, uh, she get she gets a success at this one because like I think she's a a talented uh, person and like has a good um resume. Yeah. Um. But she she just got to get partnered up with the right uh, studio or whatever. Yeah, she got to get people that actually want to make good games like Sony. Sony was the Sony was probably her biggest best matchup. Microsoft might probably now since they know that it's important to have good games and they probably got the money to excessively just throw at it until she gets something good. Like I would expect her to be running on the Indiana Jones stuff. I would have thought that they would yeah. try to get somebody like her if she was free agent for a while to get into that un- um to the Indiana Jones game, but maybe they already got a director, maybe they're already liking what they're seeing. But if that Indiana Jones game isn't great, then there probably would have been better to kind of have Amy do it. Um, but yeah, Skydance, Disney, Disney is 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 a part of that camp where I think Insomniac and Sony held a lot of the you know the first one that's ever going to come out we'll see how wolverine is but insomniac and sony had to show how powerful it was if you give them creative control and allow them to do their own thing in spider-man wolverine being announced 
that might be their next showcase. That might be the one where, you know, now Marvel or Disney is putting a little money behind it and like partnering with them to provide a better experience. But at the same time, they could just gave them the game and said, do the same thing you did for Spider-Man. Um, yeah. So I don't know if Disney is the best company to invest. Like they don't invest in gaming as much as they do in their like studio movies. Like sometimes I feel like they throw it to the wayside. Um, I think they probably gave, Square Enix a lot of money and to be burnt like that, I feel yeah. like it's just kind of going to be like a uh, a very limited budget and it could go down that road of not being not actually ever coming out. But let's hope for the best. <laughs> let's hope for the best here. And what you think, uh, Jalen? You about the um? You looking forward to a Black Panther game? Uh, honestly. Uh, no. <laughs> Man, why not, G? Bro, I just don't really care for superhero games, bro. I was going to say that same thing, but I don't want to feel like a, someone that's like down on a whole entire genre. It's like, nah. yeah, I'm over him too. I'm kind of like, when they did Avengers and when they did like um, Spider-Man and then Spider-Man Miles Morales and now they're going to be doing the Wolverine, but I... I can't be I mean, mad at them for like, and then especially when Spider Man was a good game, it wasn't terrible. So, I mean, I mean really, like, what superhero games we got other than Spider Man and Batman? I mean, I don't even come out with Avengers because that was trash. It's just yeah. like I feel like with a superhero game, the game isn't the first. Uh, what's the word? First form of media. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out how to say it. Basically, it didn't come first. Like a comic book or like a movie or something probably came first. So the game going to yeah, do some might. of the stuff similar that the comic, movie, mm-hmm. animated series, show, or whatever might have did. So at that point, like, you kind of got a taste of what's going to happen in the game. Obviously, the game can do different things and stuff like that. But it's not going to be nothing that's like... I mean, I ain't going to say it's not going to be nothing that's completely new because I don't like really play the games. Like, I don't play Spider-Man. So I can't speak on all the things that went on in Spider-Man and stuff like that, but it just don't appeal to me. I'd rather just see like a new original story and yeah. not have anything to do with something that had already like came out. I mean, you could argue the same thing about like playing Dragon Ball Z games or something like that or Naruto games, but um, I guess it's just a different delivery and it ain't something that you... Well, I don't know. I, I guess it's I don't, no. It's I mean, it's kind of it's kind of the same thing. That's why I bought yeah. them. I mean, it's kind of the same thing. But um, I, just I get what like, you mean, though, because it's like if the game is too close to a, like other media, then it's kind of like it draws direct comparisons, and then it's like, oh well, the the movie was better, or you know, um, Green Goblin was better in the movie, and I don't like him in the game, and you know, stuff yeah. like that. Um, so, yeah, I understand that. I kind of think game, uh, superhero games are better when they have, like, completely unique, like, approaches. I, I guess mm-hmm. that's kind of why the Arkham games were good, because they weren't like the um, the movies that were out. But it's, it, I guess it's hard to do that as well, because people want to see what's familiar. Like, if you want got a Spider-Man game, you want Green Goblin or whoever to be in there, so... Yeah, you, you uh, like the superhero. It's a, it's a hard balance. Yeah. 
But I think another thing for me, at least, and it's just my own opinion at this point, is that I never really cared for superheroes like that. Like, I ain't never think they was just like, hey, these dudes cold. Like, did you see when he did that? That's because you think Goku can beat Superman. Yeah, I mean, but they be doing, like, cold stuff on it. I think the only superhero that I actually thought that I, like, really enjoyed was probably, like, was probably, like, Static Shock. I ain't gonna lie to you. Like, he was the only superhero that I was, like, that's the superhero that I really adore. Like, like that dude, Cole. Like, everybody Man, what else you mean? You like Slade. Mm, he can sit down somewhere. I don't even care about him. Who is, who is, <laughs> is, is Slade? Slade. Slade. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, no, that's just answering your question. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm from that generation of playing like Blade 2 and um, on the PS2 where I enjoyed superhero games and I enjoyed like Captain Marvel, like like I mean not sorry Marvel Alliance and all that stuff. Um, so I did kind of get a little fatigued, but then there was like games that changed the way you play those games. Like Batman was more of a story driven game than an action based game. Um, it was like detective work, all that other stuff, finding clues and things like that, kind of brought it into the new generation. And then they started to try to manipulate or try to bring that ever on others on other like uh superheroes and things like that and it just didn't work that well so um i'm looking forward no i'm not looking forward to uh more superhero games i'm looking forward to good superhero games so i always have to you know emphasize that if it's good i will play it but i don't want another tropey same samey same game where they try to provide um that experience but all they're doing they're not really providing you a great experience they're just tying a name to a game that's been that would have been basic and saying that it's better because it's got this superhero in it i want unique experience things i can't see in other games because this character is what's providing this this window into this world and this character can only be shown in this world in this way um kind of like i want them to to define the 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 superhero from the world and not so much the character the world has to be amazing i want it to be on cyberpunk level world building and the character is just a vessel where you know he's you know he's black panther but everything else around you is what's really cool so that is what I'm looking forward to. I don't really want, I don't really care for a great Black Panther story per se, where I'm just going through that story. I'm looking for that world to be as just as dynamic and interesting as everything else. And that will sell me on playing these games. Uh, But moving on, um, don't want to take up too much time. I know we got to get through some more stuff. Uh, do we want let's let's go to Ubisoft. Ubisoft had their Ubisoft Forward event. Um I'm not gonna hate on it. I'm just gonna say if you were really interested in a lot of Assassin's Creed, you definitely got your fix. Um <laughs> you got a lot of Assassin's Creed stuff. Assassin's Creed Mirage. You got your documentary that's going to be coming out. It's um, in partnership with, I believe it's a Netflix show as well, but they're also doing an Assassin's Creed documentary. Um, 
and about like just there's just the start of the game they're gonna they announced assassin's creed's valhalla the last chapter where they're gonna be tying up loose in on ever's story uh they also um released the assassin's creed mobile game code name jade um where you're going to be playing in china um in 215 bc uh bce um yeah and then you got your an assassin's creed netflix show as i stated um and then they also announced two other things well three other things Assassin's Creed codename Red. This is going to be the another. So Mirage, Assassin's Creed Mirage, just to give you context, is the game that's going back to its roots. It's going to play more like Assassin's Creed 2, Unity, those types of games. Assassin's Creed codename Red is the new game set in feudal Japan, which I'm I'm actually really excited to be in that time frame and see how they build that world. Um, but that is the one that's going to be the next premium, I guess, flagship title. That's what they call it. But it's basically the, another, the, the, the next Odyssey, the next origin, the next Valhalla. Um, and then they got code name Hex, all new type of experience. It's uh, looking like a little bit of witchcraft and a little bit of, uh, hocus pocus, but <laughs> It's gonna. It's, it's got like the Assassin's Creed logo built out of wood sticks, and it got this very creepy witchy vibe. So it might be a scary game, which would be interesting, I suppose. And then they talked about the overall thing, which is Assassin's Creed Infinity. Um, it's basically like how they're going to curate the world of Assassin's Creed, and it's like this overlapping, big bundle joy type of. Pro platform that's going to allow you to really uh, jump into the full world of Assassin's Creed. And as they were going through it, I kind of I had to give them respect for having a game like this exchange and, and you know, be different and, and still be successful. Um, and just like how many worlds they have built as they were talking about it. And I was just like, yeah, well, that's true too. They have done a lot of they they have done a lot of stuff in the his in history, like where they would like introduce you to these characters and like you have like storylines based off of these historic people. And I don't think I ever got any like that from a different type of game to the point where it was like, you know, centerfold and centerpiece. Um uh but yeah, it was it was it, it was that that was the ubisoft ford i could talk about the other stuff but honestly it's all going to be very negative so i'm gonna <laughs> focus on the positive which is the assassin's creed portion um so uh yeah did you take a look at anything ubisoft wise josh or the assassin's creed stuff uh yeah, I skipped all the uh the Rainbow Six and Tom Clancy games. I don't care. Um, the Assassin's Creed stuff. I looked at all the trailers and yeah, it's. I mean, they announced five Assassin's Creed games, Jalen. One of them you're gonna have to buy. They they got something for everybody. 
uh, I think I don't know. Maybe Jalen to get get on the mobile version. Um, uh, what? Thought he bought it. Um, but yeah, Mirage. They didn't show any gameplay, but this is, I guess, the I think the most exciting one for a lot of people is, um, uh, you know, new environment. They they haven't done like the Middle East in a very long time, and it it's going back to a, a more classic style. So I guess I'm interested to see what that actually means. Um, yeah, because I, I I want it to have good stealth, not just have stealth again. Yeah. You know. Um, and I already, already said what I think about the story of where that game is going. So I don't know, but, um, I want to see how it shapes up at least, uh, like I said, Ubisoft always makes really interesting, interesting looking environments and I like exploring them. Hopefully the story and like the side quests actually are interesting enough to make that, um, worthwhile. Um, and then the second one for me, I guess, would be uh, uh, Codename Red or the Japan one or whatever. Yeah. If uh, because, yeah, they always do really good um, environments. And I think they'll make this Feudal Japan game look very uh, interesting as far as like the buildings and stuff you can explore. Unfortunately, it came out after Ghost of Tsushima, so people are going to compare it directly, and I don't think there's any way it's going to compare graphically. But I hope that they make the world at least um, interesting. And um, with it being the RPG, I think there's going to be a lot of... um, Because I I really like Odyssey and the different playstyles that you can get. So Mm -hmm. I I guess I am kind of interested to see how what type of arsenal you'll have in there. Like, is it like samurai swords or you want to do archery or you'd be riding horses or different stuff like that. So hopefully it's a good, well-balanced RPG. Um, The other like Odyssey and um, origins were really good. They just weren't Mm well-balanced as long as they get the balance, right. I think it'd be success. The other ones, I don't know. Um, Hex could be anything like, maybe it's more supernatural stuff because they've been adding like more supernatural stuff in all the games where you fight like gods and stuff. Mm. Um, who knows? Uh, but uh, the other one, like the mobile game and more DLC for Valhalla, I don't really care. I don't really know who <laughs> that is for, but they, they got something for everybody. <laughs> yeah, man. Like I said, they got something for everyone. Draylon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all of the Assassin's Creed you could ever want in the history of Assassin's Creed, Jalen. Here for you. I actually booted up uh, Unity, if you believe it or not. <laughs> yeah. I bought I Unity for like $4. <laughs> I booted it up it's yesterday, nice. man, and I said, this ain't as bad as Jalen was saying. Jalen tripping. Bro, uh, oh, man, I... I bought it for $4, and I played it for, like, three hours, and then when I got stuck trying to, like, stealth through, like, a crowd and had to keep restarting the mission, I turned it off. <laughs> but hopefully they don't go back to that. <laughs> the game don't work, bro. I bought that game in the same night I ready to get rid of it, so I need to get my money back. And I was broke at the time, too. Man, I had to figure out a way to get rid of that game. Yeah. And I ain't played an Assassin's Creed game since. Man, they not that Origins was actually a decent game. I was playing Origins to the, yesterday too. I was like, man, uh, 
Unity, yeah, I could see the scratchiness. I just wanted to play this. I wanted to see what the story went to or where it went, but it'd be better to just watch it online. Um, I didn't. They didn't do any updates to that game. I thought they did like the you know Xbox enhanced stuff, but they didn't. They did it for Origins and they did it for Odyssey. So um, I just play Origins. Anyways, I mean, if that's if that's what you want to say, sure. But Unity definitely did have, um, yeah, it was trash. You're right, but um, hopefully they're making this, you know, Mirage game a lot better, a lot more interesting. But it also keeping it in that same premise because I still enjoy the stealth action, being able to actually be an assassin. Um, Cause that was what it was. I I thought it was like an open world hitman. I thought it was really cool to be able to take tackle stuff on your like in different ways, and like the missions will have you you know in do different things to kind of get stuff done. Um, one other thing I noticed while I was watching this thing is I was like, bro, they literally make the same character but put a different hat or outfit on this guy. I was looking at every last freaking like main character and this literally he looks like uh everybody else i forget the i forget the name ezio is it ezio and then i was looking at anvo i was looking at the other guy from the original um well ezio was original and then there was the guy from um syndicate i said is that like common like everybody knows they look the same because they're like in the same but that's not the, that's not how it works. They don't. It's not the same generation of person, is it? It's like you're you're playing and you're going into the ancestors of certain like situations, but you're not playing for with with the same uh, families. Like I, I thought it was different. I'm not. Maybe I'm mistaken on that. In the old games, they kind of look similar because they were they were the same family. But yeah, in the recent games, nobody's related to each other. Well, they're how to put it. No, they're not like directly related to um, mm-hmm. the people in the real world or the present time, whatever. So yeah, I think they just are not good at making interesting or diverse-looking main characters. Because uh, I, I guess the the Viking guy was different because he was like blonde hair, blue eyes. But yeah, everybody is like a. a the Man, guy if you with zoom a beard. in on those eyeballs and that nose and the mouth, like, these people look the same. I was like, "Wow!" <laughs> I said, "Wow, okay." Well, when they when they pulled up Mirage and they were showing off, I was like, "Bro, these guys look the freaking same with different color beard." Um, yeah, but I mean, that, I, yeah, that's their thing because uh, the guy from Origins, you could take off the beard, but yeah, he was just a, a guy with a beard in this game. He's a guy with a beard. <laughs> uh unity guy with a beard um so yeah. yeah so i mean overall um the the event didn't do what i wanted it to do i'm not gonna be harsh on them because um i don't know as i was going through it and thinking about what's important for a company at least ubisoft isn't cramming Tons and tons of microtransactions. They they announced plenty of mobile games. I don't have to I don't have to agree with their tactics, but they're just not cramming a bunch of stuff down my throat. But man, is this a mismanaged um company at this point? It's like they focus on the 
and I, I can't be mad at them because I feel like they focus on the important stuff like livelihood, people's ability to, you know, still see their family, you know, really showing off diverse or adding in a diversity, diversified portfolio of games. But at the same time, I feel like they, they neglect the things that really got them to that point. Um, and they just don't care. Uh, yeah, I will. I'll say like they this event they focus on two franchises way too much like there's no need for five assassin's creed games like at most sure do your little dlc in your next game or maybe even at most a mobile game but there's no reason to announce five brand new games like one of those could be prince of persia one of those can be beyond good and evil that you're supposed to have been working on or stop making tom clancy just make you know Get another IP, get um, James Bond or something. Like, stop recycling the same Dude, IPs. The I, same I know that people thing. buy them, but you don't need 10 Tom Clancy games. Make one, people will buy the mess out of it because they always do, and use your other resources to do new things. But I don't understand what is up with Ubisoft. <laughs> they act like they don't have the ability to make any other game and then like the big one of the biggest companies in the world yep um I, it was it was one highlight for me the bmx stuff for riders republic i actually have that game um and uh i don't want to buy the season pass though but that looked interesting but everything else was just like i don't even understand why you guys came you should i should have called this the assassin's creed thing and left it at that because that is all it was um so yeah ubisoft did exactly what i thought they were going to do i'm not dis. i'm not i'm not angry i'm just disappointed and um i don't really have to pay attention to them or look, look at them that much because at this point they don't really care to um, get that type of money out of me and I'm fine with them doing that. So anyways, moving on, uh, past the UB nasty stuff. I wanted to talk about the Xbox elite series controller series two core. Jesus Christ. They have bad naming conventions. <laughs> um, but they came out with a cheaper version of the elite series controller, which is really cool. I mean, um, I didn't think that they were going to do that, to be honest. I thought they was going to always be like this, the pro. So now they got a mid tier, which is nice. And I think last week we talked about the, the controller being like 220 or something like that. It'd probably be around 210 to 200 after tax, but it's, it's actually originally 179.99 and the elite series controller core now is 129.99. So maybe that maybe that ballpark figure of what Sony gonna charge is probably in the two fifty range, two thirty, two twenty, two nineteen ninety nine, two twenty nine, two twenty nine ninety nine, something like that. <laughs> That's where I think it'd probably be in land. But yeah, um, Elite Series wireless controller. Um, yeah, they, they decided to come out with that one. It does not have the charging dock. It doesn't have the case. It doesn't have the paddles. It doesn't have the dump sticks and it doesn't have the additional D pad. It literally has what's on it. Um, and you can like, um, 
thumbstick adjustment tool for like, you know, actually changing the tension of the, the thumbstick. And then they have the USB-C cable for charging it, of course. Um, but that what comes with it. Uh, what's really cool is that you can buy the complete component pack for fifty nine ninety nine, uh, or you can go on Amazon. They have some sometime on Amazon, like knockoffs that fit the core controller. Regardless of what it is, it's giving you options. Um, maybe people don't necessarily need all the extras. Um, I use the paddles and I use all that stuff. So I wanted my extras. I like to carry in case a lot. I still use it to charge my controller. I just sit it on top of it. It's really nice. Um, but yeah, that is something that is coming. It's also going to be in the Xbox design lab. So you're going to be able to customize the core control. That's the first one that's going to be customizable. So that's even better. Cause I, I mean, it's, it's just a black controller. I would love to have like a very cool, unique controller in that 129 price tag. Maybe the maybe the maybe wherever people want to go with that, and it's going to allow them to customize it in a unique way and put the name on it and all that good jazz. Because the um, standard Elite series is not in the in the design lab. Uh, but yeah, I bring this up um, as usual because. Um, as they are trying to provide better options for their customers, um, Sony on the other end, I have to compare them. I'm sorry. They're, they're just the same company. They're similar in a lot of ways. Uh, Sony has decided, uh, one, to up their price on their console, but two, make it cheaper for them to make it. <laughs> so they uh, have come out, and there's been like, uh, I think Austin Evans was the first to kind of like, actually report on the new playstation 5 basically they they shrink the components the motherboard the um heat sink and a few other things they change like the fan style and like made stuff easier to connect to to make the production of it simpler and more cost efficient that win on their end was not passed to the customer it was simply more it was actually where now you pay more for less of a council. I'm not saying it's less as in it's like not, you know, functioning, but it's literally probably a, a least, uh, a less, you know, durable or less, uh, uh, a less, I don't even know the word, but it, it has the uh, it doesn't have the ability to achieve like the the metrics or the statistics that it used to be able to and it's probably cheaper for them to make and it probably has less components and it well it does have less components and all of this kind of still shows that sony is a good old gym it's really focused on the bottom line and not necessarily the customer um, products like this, I would never expect Sony to make. I don't think that they care to have like a entry level two options. I, I knew this was probably coming. Like they, they would never make a series S like they don't, they don't have that, that thought in their brain to allow people to, you know, jump into their console for a less than cheap, you know, more expensive price. Like that is not how they function. Um, Xbox, you know, the accessibility options and all of that. I understand that they put that on the software side, but Xbox literally has a dedicated controller for that type of stuff, right? Really, 
you know, taking the time and effort to truly make stuff for their gamers is a little bit different than how, you know, Sony goes to market. So I don't ever think I will ever see a DualSense Edge Core, um, which makes sense. I mean, that, that is their premium device, um, but it's nice to see where they can talk drop it down, you know, that, that price point of 40 bucks and allow people to jump in if they wanted a more, you, you know, precise or functional Xbox controller. Um, I guess my question here is, does, is the core worth it? Because it doesn't come with the paddles and you still have to pay for those. I mean, you can obviously buy them separately. Is this a, is this a good product and in, in overall, like I understand like the, the feel, the heaviness, the weight, the premium of design. I, I like it all, but to the average Joe that just want to play games is, would you go into the in-between option? Honestly, you already got the money. I suppose to, to splurge on a controller, would you go, would you jump for the core? That's my question. Uh, I don't know. I think they're so close in price. It might just be better to like go for the more expensive option. Mm -hmm. But I think the main thing is that it gives options. So like for me, if my elite controller broke for whatever reason, instead of buying the more expensive elite, I'll just buy the core because I already have all the old components and you can just pop them out and put them in a new one. Mm -hmm. So that's an app for me. And like being able to customize it will be cool because like, um, it's a really premium controller and be able to pick your own colors and design on it will make it frame, like feel like a more premium product. So I think it's just about options. Mm -hmm. um, I don't, I don't know. Um, I think it's a really good controller on its own, but yeah, not having the full package and buying things a la carte wouldn't make sense for most people, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, tighten up tension, being able to do all those things still are beneficial. Um, but yeah, I think I think just having the options out there is really what's important, even if it, it may not be the most uh, uh, pro price conscious or the best priced. I mean, because if it was one hundred dollars, I could really get behind it. Um but it's that one twenty nine being only forty dollars cheaper that could cause a um you know that that could cause it to be like mm, should we just go ahead and get the the full series but again having this be able to be in the design lab is really nice yeah but I do think with them removing all the components they can uh during like the holidays whatever still get the price down to like a hundred dollars. Mm -hmm. with like sales and or discounts i think that is really good because that's going to give them more space away from the you know playstation controller mm -hmm. because like obviously people will buy that to use on their playstation but keeping the price on this cheap will get people to still buy it and use it on like their pc or mobile gaming or whatever and yeah. it, it just like i said creates options and if they want to make a, a series elite three and have the price on that be super expensive, at least they have a broad range of options for people. Yeah, it's um, kind of like the Series S. Um, over all their bases, yeah. Yeah. 
covering all the bases is like that's that's truly how they're going to win. Um, and I don't, I don't, I'm not, I'm not looking for someone to win, but I'm looking for someone to provide a better experience for everyone. And having a Series S, I, I even question should I buy one and just put downstairs in a um, in a living room because it's a com- it's a comparable console. It's cheaper to buy. And it'll be something that where I don't have to lug my stuff downstairs in order to kind of play games with family when they come over or whatever, because I don't really care for it to be the highest fidelity. Um, at that point, I'm like, I'm not experiencing something new. More than likely, I'm just playing some multiplayer game where um, that stuff doesn't truly matter. So providing that option, I would never go downstairs with a uh, with a digital PS5 because I'm just like. That's basically what I got upstairs. I don't really need that. And it's not like a um it's not gonna fit a need really for me to buy additional PS5 for the house. Um it would be more so that Series S it falls into that category. So really providing those options is truly what's important. Um so yeah, I agree with what you stated there. And it's like, you know, putting that wiggle room to be able to drop even more in price. Um because right now the the series controller is like $20 more expensive than this price point right now because it's on sale. So if they're doing the same thing with this one and they're allowing it to be on sale often, you could definitely pick it up for 80, 90, hundred bucks. So absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you go get you a, a expensive controller, Jayla, you got to do as far as me means got to get that tension, right? He don't know about none of that. He don't know about none of that, Josh. Or you, you can uh, how much they were selling GameCube controllers? Ain't them things like ninety dollars? Was yeah. the GameCube controllers ninety dollars? Like re- like more recent because they like more hard to find. Oh, geez. MSRP or like that's the resale? He talking about resale. Uh, resale. Uh, let me see. GameCube controllers. I know yeah, when I they release them. I think Nintendo got like a line on their website when they be releasing certain things, and I remember GameCube controllers on there one time with a line. I think they went like fifty, like off top. But uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know, bro. I can't. That's a lot of money to pay for a controller, dog. I can't do it. <laughs> what's, what's yeah? When they re-release them, they they fifty dollars now. Ah, uh, okay. Well, I don't controllers. Like I don't like buying controllers, bro. I got two PS5 controllers. One is still mm-hmm. in the box. Um, I'm good. Until the PS5 die. <laughs> you know what you mean? You got a uh, Xbox. What you talking about? You need those back paddles to do your uh, Mimi's easier. Yeah, man. Yeah, see? I've been playing Smash for so long, I don't need it. You've been. <laughs> yeah, I play with the C stick on the, or the right stick on there. That's what I fight with. Ah. Uh, yeah. I, I switched my controls so I can use the uh, right stick. Um, the legacy, I think it's the legacy, right? That's what they call it. Something like that. That's like your uh, regular attacks, not your special, but your regular attacks and then your smashes. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, man, I just can't. Um, I can't justify spending more than a hundred dollars on a controller. Okay. Man, why not? If you play in the game every day, I need something for the Xbox controller because they is giving me a little bit of like they started trying to give me a blister because I'm a, that rubber hard, but. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you might want yeah, a like sleeve, then. Just a sleeve might, might, might help out with that. Um, but yeah, oh, yeah, I think I think still, 
obviously they still ain't hit the mark. So keep going at it, Microsoft, until you can get Jalen to, <laughs> to actually buy one of your things. You ain't doing enough. So uh, maybe getting that mug down to $60 and it's like very close to very, very close to the original price. He might go buy a controller, but at the end of the day, he's still rocking with his single and the one that came with the council. Uh, so yeah, back to the drawing board on that one. And the controllers cost too much. They do the same thing, bro. Man, no, they don't. But I understand your, your the your uh your feelings, especially when it's like, I mean, it's never been. If you if you're good without it, why do you need it? <laughs> and, and I think that's I think that's your like understanding, like, bro, I'm I'm more than good with this on this game. Then I need an extra controller for some simple boost in this or that scenario or whatever the case may be. You know, that's that's probably more so the lens you look at, and then it's like at on top of that, you want me to pay extra for it, like for what? So I totally get it though. I just think that no, I'm not gonna write it off as a does the same thing because it does not doesn't even feel the same. Uh, but yeah, I, I just feel like it's more prominent in Call of Duty. Like people had like a, I ain't gonna say a clear advantage, but for the most part, especially when people ran tactical, it was able to but drop shot a little bit. In Apex too, you said the same thing. You said why are people able to keep ducking on me and moving and still being able to shoot because they literally got back buttons. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, not nah, yeah. I mean, with that, that's, that's another thing too. But um, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like it's you do some... get advantages, but they're not at, not at some point. Not a hundred. Yeah, no, nah, not a hundred percent. Not all the time. Well, I, I'll say like a game like multiverses. I'll just play with a regular controller. But yeah. like, if I'm if I'm gonna play ranked, I'm gonna switch to the elite controller just because like I feel. Like there is gonna be one or two situations where this extra advantage is gonna like save me, and yeah. that that's the difference. But like just playing regular matches, it, it's not as necessary, you know. I use it for my um, I use it for uh, I use it for when I'm playing uh multiverses, but that is to follow up, and I can and you can literally do this. You can have it where it becomes your. Your dedicated uh, down A or like your dedicated uh, uh, B, like neutral B, but you you also have that button there where you don't have to take your hand off of it, so you can do your neutral B and go straight into a down smash or whatever or like a actual different type of move. I'm not saying that it's it's perfect, and I'm not saying I'm even better than you at the game. I'm saying that literally it just has like those you know small things that you can like, customize to kind of play to your fitting. And it's nice yeah. sometimes, but you, you, it's absolutely not um, in a in a space where it is critical unless you're like a high tier, want to be the greatest, you know, want to catch them all, Ash catch them type of guy. So that's what it is. <clears throat> but anyways, um, moving on. Oh, we had one oh, dang, we got hour twenty seven. Um I'm going to just leave it at that, guys. I apologize. We were going to try to get to the Apple event, but we can talk about it another time. Honestly, same phone, same thing. You don't really got to talk about this. They ain't really doing nothing different, bro. They like they added like a little weird bar at the top where it's not a it's not it's a peel now. It's not an actual 
you know, cut out and it expands and despands based off of some things that you're in it. That is literally the coolest thing that they've had. Like everything else was just mid tier. They had an Apple Watch, the Ultra. I just want to make you spend more money. You can do more things. But honestly, I don't really care. The biggest thing that I enjoyed out of that come out that event. Um, and I don't really want to talk about it like in this way, but the biggest thing and the nicest thing I've seen was the satellite um, text for emergencies when you don't have a signal, you can literally use it as a satellite phone and like get us get use send a text off the satellite. That's amazing. Like that is a game changer in my opinion for people lost, can't really find anything or don't have a signal somewhere. If it can literally help you point to the satellite, send that text and get another text back, that could save people's lives. So um I really thought that was a cool feature. Like you don't necessarily need a satellite phone. Um, you can just take your Apple phone. Like that should mm -hmm. be standard across the board. Um, but Apple did it first. So um it might be other people that did it too, but this is the this is the bigger this the this the big time right here. So I feel like it's gonna make ways and make people at least um for survivability, like you know, that that is important. So yeah. I like that a lot about this whole showcase. Everything else was mid tier, mid, 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 and more mid. Anything highlighted from the Apple event that you enjoyed, Josh? Um, no, not really. I think the the pill thing is like interesting from like a UI perspective, but mm -hmm. um, for me, it's just like a, about time to get a refresh. I do think that the the screen technology is is continuously to get uh better mm -hmm. uh, but they already improved it with the 13 and just getting a little bit better the cameras not really a big deal they're already like some of the best cameras out mm -hmm. um so yeah uh like you said it's, it's not really a huge thing it's just apple wants to keep people up up and up uh well pe apple people want to keep on up and up on like the newest technology that they offer and you know, same thing. At least I know that people were saying that they were going to raise the prices. They didn't, um, which, yeah, which is always good um, for the consumer. So they have the iPhone 14 releasing on September 16th, the iPhone 14 Plus remaining on October 7th, the iPhone 14 Pro October 10th to the 17th. Uh, and then we got the i14 Pro Max October 10th to October 17th uh, that are all being released very, very soon. Um, this is my wife's re-up time. So we're definitely looking at these iPhones. She's looking for one. I don't have iPhone. Um, so but I think they're going to be like the buy one, get one on us program with t-mobile so i might just have one for videography um and just have one in a tuck because i already got an iphone se uh that i have in a tuck from one of those buy one get one on us situations and i'm probably gonna do the same thing and just have one but i'm mm -hmm. not gonna use it because i'm just not an apple guy but i might have one uh any any re-ups for you guys anybody looking for a phone i know you guys are the iphone people but I think yeah, I still got 11 Pro, so I'll, okay. I'll go up to the 14 Pro. Um, I don't okay. play a lot of mobile games, but the few like League of Legends, um, 120 FPS on your phone is nice. So, <laughs> gotcha. Uh, I I wanted to upgrade my phone. Um, mm -hmm. I really only want to upgrade it because of the battery. Gotcha. Um, 
And then I wanted to try to. It's and basically what, what, like which a, one you got right now? Uh, twelve. The twelve. Okay. Yeah, but um, like if you trade your twelve, then then you get like a iPhone free or whatever. But it's a thirty-six month contract, so I was looking at that. Since mm-hmm. I'm on thirty months, I can't do nothing until June, and that's gonna be like the off time of like when they release their phones versus if I did it sometime around when they release their phones, I always be ready for like an upgrade. So, or not always ready for upgrade, but it's my upgrade time is going to fall around the time where the, uh, where the, when they drop the new iPhones and stuff like that. Yeah. So, cause they switched it from 30 months to 36 months now. So at this point, I'm always have to be in like June ish or whatever. Gotcha. Okay. Well, yeah. Um, I guess we all are on our way still, (laughs) even though we talking about that trash, we all probably go buy one at some point soon uh so uh, yeah that iphone gonna be iphone uh but thank you for listening i appreciate you guys um tuning in as usual if you got to this part of it you're the real og uh you can always find these on uh, my youtube channel at bcd universe um you can find them on wherever housing for podcasts you listen to apple spotify google whatever you name it we there uh but thank you for listening And um, we will have some more topics and get through everything hopefully next time. But thanks for watching or listening as well. And we'll talk to you guys in the next one. Peace.